It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington football with your hosts of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell. Find Chris on Twitter at RussellMania621 and at the Team 980, 3-7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. And at the Radio.com app in Washington, D.C. And, wa- and covering your Washington football team on Sports Illustrated. Also find me at DHarrison82 and over at the Locked On Bucks podcast and at BucksNation.com, part of SB Nation. And then find the show at Pod. Chris, another day, another story to talk about, and this one we're we're moving back towards quarterback. So back towards another topic that we've we've been talking about quite a bit uh, this this off season, and but a little bit of a different report here involving quarterback that we talked about previously in trade talks, but now we might be talking about this quarterback as a free agent. Yeah, Marcus Mariota uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders. Like you said, David, we've talked about him. We've mentioned him. The Washington football team has been connected to him. Uh, And just a report on Wednesday evening from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network saying that a a couple of days ago, talks were really intensifying. He didn't say which team. Uh, He said, you know, the indication was that maybe even there was a front runner and a deal could have been close or something like that. And basically what happened was that the team or the interest or the teams have now pulled back on a potential pursuit of Mariota because of the incentive structure in the contract, which could be uh, not only the base salary, which is one thing, and I think probably doable, especially for a starting quarterback at, I believe it's like $10.5 million or somewhere around there, but the incentive structure, which if he starts, say, again, you know, most every game or most games or all 16 games could push that contract to well over $20 million. So what Rappaport was mentioning was now interest has cooled down and quote, the trade market has dried up significantly in Rappaport's words, and that Mariota could eventually be released and therefore could be eligible to sign with another team. We know they're keeping, at least it seems, Derek Carr, and they brought back Nathan Peterman, meaning John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders, uh, or the Las Vegas Raiders, I should say. So I guess my question to you is, do you see a situation, if you're the Washington football team, do you wait here and say, okay, we're only going to make a a bid to, to, to acquire him because of the contract, if he gets released and because he's a free agent, or would you still be willing to, again, pay some sort of compensation and also deal with the contract issues? Yeah, for me, unless Marcus is is looking to renegotiate that contract once he arrives to town, I'm, I'm waiting for him to become a free agent. This is one of those situations, and it kind of reminds me, not to the same extent, of course, but just kind of from a, from a franchise operational standpoint, of Jay Cutler and when he was when they were getting ready to jettison him out of Chicago 
uh, that contract was so bad for what people thought they were going to get or perceived they were going to get in Jay that the Bears basically had to pay someone in draft capital to take him off their hands in that contract. And this is kind of a situation that Las Vegas is in. I think that, you know, uh, a lot of times fans will see a player get released and they'll say, oh, man, you couldn't even get a sixth or seventh round draft pick for that guy. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much that you couldn't get a sixth or a seventh for Marcus Mariota. You're not going to get a sixth or a seventh for Marcus Mariota and that 20 million potential uh, dollar contract. Right. That's the that's the problem right there. And if you're the Raiders and you're out here talking to people, I mean, the Washington football team could be saying, look, we'll give you, you know, a, a six round pick, but you're going to give us Marcus and a fourth, you know what I mean, to take on that $20 million contract type of deal. And I don't know that's exactly how it's going down, but basically that's what, you know, that's what we kind of talked about. That's what Ian has been reporting is mm -hmm. that is the hang up with, with the Raiders moving Marcus Mariota and getting draft capital in return is that, that those options, the, the, the incentives that he has for being a starting quarterback. And there's not a lot of teams out there looking to send draft capital for a backup quarterback. They'll just spend their own draft capital on a backup quarterback, or they'll go sign one off the street somewhere. So that's just, that's just a situation. I would be all over uh, Washington signing him, you know, as a free agent, if the money is right, you know, I think I would probably limit that to, I don't know. I'd probably want to want to stay in the ballpark of about $6 million and no more than that. I don't know what he's making currently on a contract and base thing is 11 million. Well, it's it's ten point six two five million in base salary for twenty twenty one, which is the final year of the deal. So the Vegas Raiders can get out of the contract with no dead cap money hit because it's not a guaranteed base salary. So my question to you then, mm -hmm. if you're Marcus Mariota and say you do get released, right? Because teams are afraid to pull the trigger, like you said, compensation and the potential triggers and escalators and all that stuff and incentives in the contract, which totally makes sense. My question to you is if he's making scheduled to make 10.625 million, I can't imagine a situation where he's going to take a one year, five or six or $7 million deal with somebody. Right. I mean, he would, ha I would think he would want a, and probably be able to get a two year, a new two year deal as a free agent, maybe worth, I don't know, 18 million, 19 million, 20 million, somewhere in that range combined with requisite guarantees, right? If you're Marcus Mariota, you don't want to be in the situation of having, you know, if, if a team is acquiring you and you think there's a pretty good chance to start, um, you want to make sure that you get paid as a starter. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to go out there and take, you know, low money, obviously. I think, the the closest the, re, the the closest precedence I could look at is maybe Ryan Tannehill, and I don't know if you know off the top of your head, but what Ryan took for his prove it deal with Tennessee to go out there and basically show that he can be the guy. Um, the the situation that that Marcus is going to run into is is a, a situation that a lot of players run into. It's money versus opportunity. You know what I mean? Like you might get more guaranteed money to go be a backup for I don't know the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean they got Dwayne Haskins, so maybe they're not looking to stack their quarterback room, but you know, you might get more money to go be a backup in Pittsburgh and maybe, you know, Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt and you get an opportunity or you take less money, you go to a Washington football team that basically says, look, we'll let you come in here and compete with Taylor, compete with Kyle. And then if we happen to draft a kid, we'll let you compete with him too. And that kind of gives you the open door to go earn and take that starting job. That That's a personal motivation thing for me. Yeah. Like if I'm Marcus and, and he's working with my mentality, I'll take the one year prove it deal as mm -hmm. long as I'm, I'm I'm comfortable and I I'm I'm assured and I feel that I can trust that word that that coaching staff is going to give me a legitimate chance to win the starting job and then I'll go in there and prove to them that I can be their guy and get paid in year two. Yeah, according to overthecap.com, 
2019 after his final year with the Dolphins, signed with the Titans for $1.75 million uh, with a small uh, bonus. So, I mean, it really was a truly, like you said, a prove-it-to-me type of contract. And remember, he didn't even have necessarily at that time the absolute guarantee that he was going to be the starter. I mean, clearly people were questioning whether Mariota was the long-term starter there, but he didn't have, to my knowledge, any guarantee that he was even going to be able to compete for the starting job. He just replaced Mariota, right? Um, Because of performance. So, you know, I would think if Washington is say in the Ryan Tana, in the Marcus Mariota market, again, I don't know if Ron is going to be able to guarantee that Marcus Mariota would be the starter, but I think he's guaranteeing look, you're absolutely going to be in the mix. And, you know, if you can win, then so be it. I, I, I just don't see how Ron would would guarantee that Marcus Mariota would start over Kyle Allen and over Taylor Heineke. All right. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast right here on a Thursday edition. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell along with David Harrison, and we're here for rockauto.com. Guys, whatever you need for your car or truck, old or new, foreign or domestic, whatever make, whatever model, there's no reason to go anywhere but your couch, your kitchen table, hell, even your bed. You can go to rockauto.com and get there in a hurry and avoid those big auto parts superstores where they're going to pass on the charges that they've got to pay to keep the lights on and to keep the building running and all their employees. They're going to pass it on to you. They're not going to charge their buddy who comes in and buys a lot of volume from the local mechanic. Uh, They're not going to charge him. They're going to charge you because they don't know you and they have no loyalty to you. So chain stores have those different price tiers uh, that you certainly want to avoid that you can avoid if you simply go to rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and again, see their catalog, hundreds of manufacturers, whatever you need from small or minor parts. And when you go to rockauto.com to see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Harrison and Chris Russell back at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. In February is Black History Month on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're we're honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than a Game. This week, we have two conversations for you to wrap up the month. First, a discussion on protests in sports across the leagues, and then tune in for a discussion on the importance of black history in sports, what's been achieved, and the important work left to be done, all in discussion on the Locked On Presents podcast feed. Subscribe on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, David, before we get to a couple of props here uh, on the quarterback market, wanted to pass along, uh, according to Ian Rappaport, again, the Las Vegas Raiders have pulled the cord officially on Terrell Williams, who they signed to a four-year, $44.3 million deal two years ago in free agency. 
and he missed all of last year with a torn labrum. So the question is, with the Washington football team needing a veteran receiver to complement Terry McLaurin, would you be interested in a guy like Terrell Williams, who obviously had some upside when he was last healthy, but is now coming off of a major injury? Uh, I mean, yes, you know, uh, with with a very big caveat to that contract has got to be heavily, heavily, you know, laced with incentives. Like there, there's got to be playing time incentives and step, you know, incentives and, and all that stuff. Um, the, the guarantees are going to have to be really low. And it, and it really sucks for Terrell because, I mean, like you said, when he was healthy with the Raiders, he showed a lot of promise uh, for them and showed why they signed him to that deal in the first place, getting him away from a divisional rival in the Chargers and and giving him the opportunity to kind of shine as a, as a potential number one for a franchise. And, you know, you feel bad for a guy because, like, like you know, like we just talked about, I mean, you did see the potential there. So that talent is what you're going to be willing to pay for. And I don't know. You know, if it's fair to say vet minimum, I don't know what, what his years of of, uh, of, te- of time is, so I don't know where that would be. But, I mean, it, it's going to be hard for any team to really commit to him long term. And then on top of it, you have the hurdles of getting through physicals in a COVID environment. I mean, even when the, when the Buccaneers signed Tom Brady, they basically had mm-hmm. to agree in writing that Tom could go to, to a doctor that the, the team and he agreed on and that they would accept those results digitally. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many, and if those conversations are happening with you know the quote unquote greatest quarterback to ever play the game, what's going to happen with a with a wide receiver that's really looked at as kind of a mid tier receiver who had some upside to him? So it's going to be really hard for Terrell to, to find himself a job in, in this type of an environment in off season where he can't go in and work out and and all that stuff. But you know, wish him the best of luck. I mean, if Washington brings him on, it's just it's got to be one of those deals that's very low guaranteed money and a lot of incentives probably. Um, and then you hope that he hits on those incentives because if he hits on them, then the team hits on him. Yeah, absolutely. His last year of production, 2019, 42 catches, 651 yards, a 15-5 average, six touchdowns, uh, 33 first downs, uh, 12 20-plus yard catches, and four 40-plus yard catches. So Terrell Williams, like you said, can play. He can stretch the field vertically. He would be a great ideal complement, I would think, to Terry McLaurin. Again, good size, good production, a good everything, except I don't know how healthy he is. And I don't know, like you said, how to do all the medicals. But if he's looking for a one-year type of prove-it deal or maybe a two-year deal with a heavy incentive structure package, certainly uh, I could see where the Washington football team would absolutely and should be, by the way, interested uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, you would think that the team would at least have the conversation. You know what I mean? Like at least ask him how he feels moving forward because I can't believe the Raiders – I mean, it's possible the Raiders kind of know – that answer and that's why they're moving on but at the same time you know that's a lot of cap space that they can potentially free up uh they are going to take some dead money with it but they can bring in another guy with that free money and then and try to make a run at competing with the chiefs for the afc west division you know title boy the raiders have made some really 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 curious decisions in both free agency and trades and draft picks uh and have had a lot of picks that have you know, some picks that have worked out and some that have gone sideways on them. Uh, so that's a really interesting situation to watch out uh, in year three uh, for uh, Mike Mayock. And I think year four coming up for John Gruden. Um, OK, a couple of quarterback props that I wanted to bounce off of you, uh, courtesy of our friends at betonline.ag. We've talked a lot about Deshaun Watson, right? Mm-hmm. So betonline.ag put this out. Uh, Deshaun Watson, will he get traded plus 200, two to one? Yes. No, minus 300, one to three. So, I mean, clearly 
Um, there's some money right now to be made if you think Deshaun Watson is going to get traded because the Texans are digging in. Ultimately, yes or no, do you think Deshaun Watson will be on a different team when we get to week one in 2021? I still say no, you know, and, and I know that history kind of says otherwise that eventually something will get worked out and a team will pay enough and Houston will back down from their stance, or at least their head coach's stance, that he came there to coach Deshaun Watson and, and all that stuff. But uh, again, and, and my thought process on this is not in, in the normal vein of NFL operations. I just, I look at it like we kind of already talked about. This is a franchise that has already shown Deshaun Watson that they don't really care what he thinks. So when he comes out and says, I don't want to play here anymore and I don't want to be your quarterback anymore, um, I don't see that being the moment. It's kind of like a bad relationship, you know, where one partner or, you know, one side of the relationship just doesn't care about the feelings of the other. And then the other says, well, since you don't care about my feelings, I don't want to be with you anymore. Like, that's not usually the moment that other side says, oh, well, wait, now I care what you think. You know what I mean? Usually that's just when it gets worse and people just dig in even harder. So on on that side of things, that's what makes me say no. But then at the same time, you know, as soon as an NFL franchise starts getting to the point where they're where they're missing a, a huge part of their team mm -hmm. and they're not getting anything in return for it, yeah, they're not going to pay him and they're going to fine him and whatever. But at the end of the day, the product on the field is going to suffer that's what tends to motivate people a little bit more than others. And it could still happen, but I don't know. My gut still says no. So I'm going to go with that. All right. I'm going to skip ahead a couple of these. Maybe we'll be able to revisit uh, later on in the week, but will the jets draft the quarterback at second overall? Because I think this has the most direct impact on the Washington football team. Yes. Minus two fifty, two to five. No plus one seventy five, seven to four. Ultimately again, People, you know, there's a little bit more money to be made uh, saying that, no, they will not draft. Uh, I'm sorry. No, they will not draft a quarterback at number two overall, which means they would presumably stay with Sam Darnold. Ultimately, what do you think the Jets do? And does that help or benefit the Washington football team? Uh, I think they do. I think they I think they go for Wilson. That's that's just kind of my gut feeling. I think they draft Wilson out of out of BYU with that number two overall pick. Um and to me, it helps It helps Washington in the sense that I don't want them to draft one of these quarterbacks, so another one off the board only makes that more likely, I suppose. Right. Um, or maybe it also, you know, if they draft a quarterback, I mean, right now, you know, you have all the trade talk about Sam Darnold and are they going to trade him or are they not? If they draft a guy second overall, I, I mean, the cat's out of the bag. Like, there's no more secret here. Like, you're moving on from Sam, Dar Sam Darnold, and so now the price, the price to get him goes way down. You're talking about Josh Rosen type of territory. I mean, if I'm Washington, if they draft a quarterback a second overall, I'd get on the phone and say, hey, how's how's a third feel to you? You know what I mean? And, <laughs> right. and see if you can get Sam Darnold for a third-round pick. And, I mean, it may not work out, but it's worth a shot. A couple of other interesting props about Teddy Bridgewater being the starter in Carolina and will Dallas uh, franchise tag Dak Prescott. Hopefully we'll be able to get to uh, those a little bit later on uh, in the week because, it, it, of course, interesting conversation, whether the odds are true, right, wrong, whatever, and no matter what these teams do, they all have essentially a direct or indirect impact on the Washington football team. Uh, right. We could see Teddy Bridgewater here, right, if Carolina gets their franchise 
franchise quarterback. Why? Because A, Teddy Bridgewater would be available, and B, Teddy Bridgewater had a lot of success with Scott Turner when he was the quarterback's coach in Minnesota when Teddy was a rookie and in his second year. And, of course, Dak Prescott, you know, and we've discussed in terms of the value not only that Dak would bring, but also the kind of revenge pie that he would be able to serve up to the Washington, uh, to the Dallas Cowboys, I should say, as a member of the Washington football team. Yeah, and either of those guys would be a good pick. So some interesting prop bets going on there. And, of course, those prop bets are brought to you by BetOnline.ag, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether it's NBA, college basketball, NHL, some of these some of these NFL future-type prop bets. BetOnline's got you covered, and they even have you covered for awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news scores and odds you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. However you use a computer, however you find websites, just go to their website, betonline.ag, sign up for a free account today. And when you make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus just for being a Locked On podcast listener. Again, that's promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Thursdays on the Locked On NFL Podcast is a must-listen. Ryan Tracy, Jake Liskow break down teams across the NFL from an analytics and team-building perspective. Get the expert analysis on your favorite teams from Ryan and Jake every Thursday. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts, just like the Locked On Washington football team podcast. All right, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. You can follow David at dharrison82 on Twitter. Of course, listen to him on the Locked On Bucks podcast uh, with, um, oh, James Yarko. Sorry, I had a total brain freeze. My my brain is just not working. It's in off-season mode, apparently, even though there is no off-season in the NFL. Also read David at bucksnation.com, part of SB Nation. I'm Chris Russell. Again, uh, at Russellmania621. You can read me, uh, Washington Football on SI.com, uh, and as well on the Team 980 from 3 to 7, Monday through Friday. Um, here's where we wanted to go with this. Normally, our last segment is a look at a free agent focus, right? Using the wonderful tools of profootballfocus.com. Uh, so uh, next up on our list is a right tackle who is a former second round pick who has a direct connection to Ron Rivera, Marty Herney, and the Carolina Panthers, Tyler Moton, uh, Taylor Moton, I should say, uh, from the Carolina Panthers. Um, look, he hadn't played a whole lot of left tackle, if memory serves me correct, David, uh, in the NFL. Um, so you would probably be looking at a position switch here for Morgan Moses, which we touched on uh, last week, I think it was, mm-hmm. when we kind of talked about, well, how could they get around this? Uh, how could they improve their left tackle situation, maybe without spending big left tackle money? Well, this is one of the ways, if you go out and get Moton uh, and kind of look at shifting Morgan Moses over to left tackle and then being able to have a guy like Cornelius Lucas be your primary back 
backup and your primary swing tackle. Do you think that's a position considering the connection, the money that it might take and what you would have to do that would be a wise plan for the Washington football team? Yeah, I mean, I think there has to be, you know, and this is this is a guy who's brought in by, you know, by Ron Rivera when he was still with the Carolina Panthers. And he's only been good since he came into the league and he's been uh, consistent and, and in some ways has gotten a little bit better. Uh, and you're right, you know, pretty much every snap he's taken in the National Football League has been at right tackle, so that's what he comes in naturally. And so, you know, Washington would have the decision of, you know, do you ask your veteran Morgan Moses, who has experience there, to switch to left tackle, which seems to be the the most common-sense decision to me, or do you ask the young guy who would be doing it for the first time in the NFL? You know, again, it seems like an easy decision, but, you know, that's that doesn't mean that's necessarily what's going to happen. Um, uh, but, you know, five years, $16.5 million, on average, I mean, you're, you're going to get a lot worse uh, tackles for very similar money because um, I, I kind of have this this thought process. Offensive line is very hard to get right, and you know you, you're not you don't have 32 starting caliber offensive lines in the National Football League. You just have 32 lines that are starting for the National Football League teams. So I mean, if you get a guy that you already know has a proven track record and ability, and better yet, you scouted him or, or you know brought him into the NFL in the first place, then you have a, that rapport, you have that relationship. Uh, I mean, it, it, it makes too much sense not to happen if Carolina lets him walk out the door. Yeah, no doubt about it. And for a rebuilding offensive line, you would think Carolina would want to keep him there. But, uh, you know, the cost is going to be a, a major factor, as it would be for the Washington football team, quite honestly. And I don't know if you could do a Brandon Sheriff deal via franchise tag and or a long term deal and also bring in. Uh, a Moton. And, and, and also, you know, just as a follow-up to that, David, uh, you know, look, I think that the next guy on the pro football focuses list, Joe Thune of the new England Patriots only comes here. If you lose, if you completely lose Brandon Sheriff, is there any other way that you could see a guy as good as Thune has been and as successful as he's been coming here to Washington? Uh, there's no other way and no other need, right? No, I mean, I guess, you know, you could always, yeah, you could always throw another left, you know, a left guard in there to, to compliment Brandon Sheriff on the right side. That'd be, that'd be great. But you you can't pay for an entire offensive line. You've got to draft and develop at least part of, I would probably say three-fifths of your offensive line have got to be draft and develop, develop yeah. guys. And Brandon Scherf, you know, yeah, drafted and developed, but now he's being paid, so he doesn't really count anymore. You're getting Morgan Moses on a on a relatively cheap deal. Uh, you know, if you can bring Moten in, I mean, that pretty much gives you your, your limit on how much you can pay for your offensive line. I think you've got to go out there in the draft and find yourself uh, two interior linemen that can at least hold their own and, and hopefully do some good things. And that could be a situation where you see a team. Uh, we saw the Atlanta Falcons do it a couple of years ago where they went, I think they went second and third round. It might've been first and second round, both on the offensive line. You know, it's not going to sell a lot of jerseys. There's not going to be a really super sexy highlight reel to show off at, at, the, at the draft party, uh, but it might make your team better in the future. Now for Atlanta, it hasn't really worked out. You know, it is what it is. Um, but you could see Washington do something like that where, you know, the defense is kind of already good. So let's spend a first and a third on the offensive line and maybe, bulk that up for whoever the quarterback is. And uh, it would make a lot of sense, but yeah, I don't think you can pay that many people to come on your offensive line, especially in a, in a shrunk down salary cap situation. No doubt about it. All right. Coming up on 
tomorrow's episode or the next episode of Locked on Washington Football Team podcast. David Harrison, myself, Chris Russell, we will have a free agent Friday. And David, I know we had a couple of questions that we wanted to throw out there. So I believe we have time to real quickly mention it, right? One of the things that we're going to be looking at is a potential of adding a second tight end and a guy that you know well and Washington football fans might know well, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk about uh, the possibility of trading for Tampa Bay Buccaneers tight end O.J. Howard. And we would like our listeners, you know, those of those of you who have Twitter accounts to hit up Twitter. Let us know either at the at the show Twitter at Locked WFT pod or find either one of our own personal Twitter accounts. However you want to do it, let us know. One, if you like the idea, two, if, if you don't like it, why you don't like it, why you do like it, and then what would you trade? You know, you're talking draft capital. I mean, I, I, if you would trade Chase Young for OJ, then, hey, go ahead and throw that into the mentions, and we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, right, and, and, and I should point out, obviously, uh, I said free agent Friday, and we're going to talk about OJ Howard. He's not a free agent. You would have to trade for him. We're going to talk about OJ Howard, and, and we'll have a free agent Friday kind of dilemma uh, for you and a question to ponder, so make sure you tune in uh, to the next edition of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I just wanted to clear that up. So hopefully you guys will join us. Uh, Thanks to our sponsors today on this particular episode, rockauto.com and as well, uh, thanks to betonline.ag for not only sponsoring the podcast, but also the prop information. We'll have a little bit more of that. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. See you next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.